1: Join today and get one month for free at www.sellingadvantage.io slash TSC.
0: So get ready for your dose of sales wisdom, tools, and tactics, and enjoy the show.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome to this new episode of the B2B sales podcast. I'm today with Skip, and we're going to talk about objection handling. So Skip, how are you doing? Very, very well. How are you? I'm doing great. Doing great. So I saw a post of yours recently where you were talking about objection handling. It's kind of like a buzzword in sales where we we'll always talk about that. But you had a bit of a different opinion from most kind of salespeople. So what do you do with a, when an objection is thrown at you by a customer?
0: Well, let's take a look at something first, okay? What is an objection, right? If you, you want a, a definition of it, right? It's an, it's an action of challenging or disagreeing. So look, what's coming at you when a prospect is having an objection, one, they're taking action and two, they're challenging or disagreeing with you. So the concept of let's handle that is, is like force against force. And last time I checked, when you've got force against force, you're not really going to get a good conclusion. It's gonna be a little messy. So why don't you seek to understand, right? You know, the whole covey thing where so if there's some action being taken by the prospect that's either challenging or disagreeing, why don't you seek clarification and, and and start a discussion? So what I said in the post, Tebow, was why don't you just agree with their concept and i'm agreeing with their action I, I don't agree with what they're saying i am agreeing with their action so john you know i know this this is not the right time skip you know fully understand I, I can see your point i can see your point on taking some action i can't see your point on you know this isn't the right time because you're losing money monthly by not doing something different here or i can take an agreement of what they're trying to challenge me on. Skip, there's no way you can do that. Yes, we can. (laughs) That's, That's force against force. So when someone says there's no way you can do that or there's no way that can be done, agree with them. Why? What does that do? It does two things. One, it lowers the energy in the room because for someone to take some action, there is some energy there. And you need to lower that to be able to start a conversation. And the second thing it does is it allows the prospect to feel like they've been heard. Once someone feels heard, they're more open to some sort of a discussion. And isn't that the point? So the the point of the post, Tebow, was if someone's going to give you an objection to something, now's not the right time, that can't be done, we don't need that, we already do that today first things first agree with it to lower the temperature in the room to lower the energy level and to start a conversation so that was the the point of the 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 post there i think
1: so the first thing as you said is like say okay you know it's too expensive for example you could say you know if it's like that's a classic objection we always get where it's too much money you say yeah i agree that's a
0: lot of money what's the next step what what do you do after
1: after agreeing on that
0: After you've agreed, open up a conversation. John, let me ask you a question, all right? Fully understand, it's a lot of money. Really understand that. Um, The other side of that equation, John, is value, right? And I don't think we've done a a good job of really understand what's the impact of this investment being made. I think that might be the issue because if you're gonna invest $5,000 and only get 3,000 back, I wouldn't make the investment either. But if you're going to invest 5000 and have a potential to make a dent in a $50,000, $100,000 problem, let's take a look at the value equation just for a second, John, can we? So I'm going to move to somewhere else rather than take that objection of this is too much money head on. I'm going to either talk about value. I'm going to talk about you know their outcomes they want for an investment being made something other than taking that thing head on, right? One of yeah. the best one of the best quotes I ever heard was flow of the river. So um, if you get an objection, going upstream against the river is pretty hard. So why don't you flow with the river, agree with the objection, and then you can actually have the river work for you as opposed to you trying to work against the river.
1: I think it's, it's rooted in the, in the way humans are and the psychology we have. So you're being empathetic with that, you know, by saying, I heard you where you're like, you know, when you, we we do the typical objection handling where I didn't hear you, you know, it's your point against mine and I'm going to convince you that you're wrong. So that's never going to work. I'm watching like, (laughs) uh, I'm watching a a trashy TV reality show with my wife called Love is Blind. And there's always a bunch of couples and they keep fighting, you know, and and it's always fun when you see how the, the fight spark. And it's always because people, they, they don't listen to each other, you know, and they're like, but you said that, but you, and it's always the same. It's always the same. Like any kind of little thing can become a huge problem and a huge fight. Whereas just say, I heard you, I agree with you. What can we do, you know, to solve it? So I think it's uh, with price for me, you know, some sometimes the guys, you know, like a customer told me like, hey, it's too expensive. We calculated that your hourly rate would be like 250 an hour or whatever. I was like, yeah. That's that's pretty much what it would be costing. But first, I'm not really, you know, checking things by hour. And here doesn't seem to, you know, like we talked about the equation and in the end it did work. But I could have just said, yeah, let's go for this kind of cheap thing you wanna you want to buy me for or hire me for. But yeah, that, that was a, an interesting thing to be, you know, accepting and then asking to go in the conversation.
0: Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. So agreeing with you actually will lower the temperature of the action and then open up the conversation. You know, the classic that's been around forever is feel, felt, found. You know, T-Ball, I understand how you feel. Others have felt that way, right? What we have found, though, is, you know, it's it's been around forever. You could paraphrase it how you want. But the feel, felt, found is a great way of sitting back saying, I fully understand how you feel. You know, a lot of people have done that. Um, however, in your case, now be careful with that word, but. When you use the word, but, everything you say before the word, but, you don't mean. I mean, that's a great idea, bud, right? No, I love you, bud. <laughs> so we want to be careful with that word, but, right? In a conversation where there is an objection, our initial reaction is to get defensive, is to be like, no, you're wrong. No, that's not true. That's very argumentative. And especially if you're doing it with a customer, you're not going to come out on top. So first agree with it. And then look for a different path on the river. I like looking at value. I also like looking at time traveling. So, John, I fully understand what you're saying. It's costing too much. Let me ask you a question. Put cost aside for a second. If you had this up and running by October, what would you be doing different? What what kind of savings would you have or what additional opportunities would you have if you had a tool like this? If you had this six months ago, So those are my two go-tos are asking about value. Do we really have a quantified value proposition here or time traveling? Those are my two go-tos that I use to try to overcome the objection in a conversational way rather than a head-on way. Yeah, time traveling is,
1: um, is one of these things that is so simple that it's really everyone, they don't believe that it works. And then when they try it, they're like, it works. So it's really this thing where, the thing is ATL is living in the past or the future. And as you said, like, um, as you look in the next three to six months, or if you had that six months ago, what would be the the option
0: or the, you know, the change you would see Yeah, is, is really great. What about, what do you think? What do you, what, let me ask you a question. What do you 20. think? What do you think of the top outside of price? What do you think the top objections are? Um, what I've seen mostly, I mean, like with
1: people I trained in myself is, uh, We don't need it right now. Now is not the good time. I found that it's really like the statue quo is the biggest kind of like deal killer I found.
0: Mm -hmm. So they're saying now is not a good time. Do do we ever ask why? Do we say, John, fully understand now is kind of a confusing time. There's a lot going on. Why wouldn't this be a good time? I mean, often it's always the
1: same. You just didn't build enough value up front or you didn't find a problem big enough and they're like, yeah, it's, it's a gimmick, it's a gadget, what you're you're trying to sell. I had like this objection today where you know was I was I did a, a discovery call with a customer, it was pretty weak. You know, she was like, Yeah, you know, let's talk about that. And she came back and be like, it's too expensive. For what we're doing. I was like, sure, I agree, it's too expensive. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, so so I think it's it's always about the value and the problem we're solving.
0: I would think that gets to a root of a lot of objections, is that we don't really understand the problem. I mean, I was on a call yesterday too. Where, you know, how many salespeople do you have? 20. How many are going to make their quota this year? 20. Well, the first thing I think of is your quotas are too low. You're not not really reaching (laughs) for the stars. You're leaving money on the table. But that wasn't going to go over well with the VP of sales. So, you know, you got to start diving around that. How do you feel about that? Is that a good thing? All right. And then you got to start diving into that, knowing the objections out there. I don't understand the problem. So I said, what, what do you think the biggest thing is holding you back from actually doing more this year? She goes, I can't think of anything. So here's somebody who doesn't think they have a problem. Why are we even talking? right now? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so if there's an objection like, well, I don't have a problem right now. Well, the first thing I'm going to do is time travel. Let's take her Let's take ourselves to October and let's just say that, you know, You you are short of the number. What are the things that you're going to do to try to get there? Or what could have you done earlier to make sure that you didn't put yourself in a position? So that's the first thing I want to do is time travel to try to find a gap. If you remember, my job is to hunt for trains and identify gaps. Without a gap, there's no problem. So the first thing I am going to hear with an objection, like we don't need it right now that little bell in my brain's going to go off saying, there's no gap here. <laughs> so I'm going to go right to a gap. And a good way to, to create a gap is to is the time travel. All right, let's say right now on a scale of one to 10, you feel confident you're a 10 um, that you're going to make the number for the year. In October, if you were an eight, what, what, just playing what if games or something like that is the only way that I know, uh, not only way, but it's a very powerful way of creating a gap. So if the first one is price, let's agree with it. Yeah, it is expensive and really explore the value proposition. And if the second one is, I don't need it right now, you're stuck in a two-dimensional world. You're stuck on right today and you got to move from that. You got to create a gap. Might be a a way to to think about how to objection handling. But again, always agree with it up front. You got to lower the temperature in the room. Yeah. So here
1: you go. Very simple playbook. Agree and then time travel. So I think that's a really good play <laughs> I, wish, I wish it was that simple when you're live with a customer on the phone. Yeah, isn't that's it? the thing, is it's never that simple when we're live with
0: customers. So but uh, yeah,
1: that's that's uh that's interesting. I'm gonna I'm gonna try that.
0: Yeah, objection handling, right? Objections themselves, you know, we've been in all deals where there's no objections and then they go dark. Mm-hmm. We've been on deals where there's been a ton of objections. We go, is it really worth the effort here? And all of a sudden they, they sign. Yeah. So yeah. objection handling, the, the one of the best salespeople that 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 I know had a little notepad by their by their desk. And it was a little flip card thing. Mm-hmm. And it had five of the top objections. And when you flip to the one there, is there, there was two or three tools to remember on how to get out of it. So if one was price, you flip to that little thing on price and it said, you know, agree, ask about value, create a gap or, or whatever it was. Yeah, It's too much to ask if it comes up on a conversation for you to be so nimble to know exactly what to do. So build yourself a little cheat card, build yourself a little thing about here's the top objections and update it monthly. It's going to take you five, 10 minutes, but it's a great proactive way of getting ready for the call rather than five minutes after the call going well he's a jerk she doesn't know what she's talking about yeah you know <laughs> well why is it people who buy from us are great and people who don't are jerks
1: yeah surprising
0: yeah <laughs> yeah cool
1: yeah thanks for that Skip. so i think that that's really good really good kind of takeaways is agree with what they say and then you know have your playbook ready for the main objections time traveling is a really good tool to use in all the case yeah never forget hunt for trains and look for gaps so i think that's yep. Yeah, good one
0: good we try to yeah thank you skip so all um... right thanks again hopefully this is beneficial for for the listeners and uh you know skip at m3learning.com if they've got any questions you know, happy to help thanks
1: for listening to that episode if you like what you hear and you want to explore more i invite you to join the selling advantage community It's a paid community we're running with Skip Miller, where you're gonna get access to a content library with training, checklist, and exclusive resources. You'll also get access to our experimentation swipe file and a Discord group with 150 tech sales people. We also have online events where we invite special guests, a regular Ask Us Anything, and our content is focused on sales for North America and EMEA. If you wanna check it out, go to sellingadvantage.io or click on the link in the show notes, and you'll be able to sign up.